All right, all right. I want to speak through reverse taper dieting. And also why this might create a silver lining at the end for most of us, at least from a dietary standpoint. Because the end goal of your diet should not be to be on a even stricter diet. Your goal should be more freedom, being able to eat more, not only food, but more of the foods that you want to eat. And I think this is really the silver lining in getting lean, getting strong, and getting active is you can incorporate more energy into your diet from dietary carbohydrates or dietary fats, maybe a mix of the two, whatever kind of works for you. I want to start this conversation with speaking about the protein sparing modified fast. This, is, this has been shown to be the fastest way for an overweight person to lose body fat. In some studies, they show 50 pounds of weight loss in just 18 weeks. So what is the protein sparing modified fast? I like to think that this style of dieting is really about preserving your lean body mass, meaning your muscle, while draining down your body fat stores. To do this, there's really three important things you need to do. To preserve your muscle, you need to eat sufficient dietary protein, like grilled chicken, steak, salmon, cottage cheese, Greek yogurt, shrimp, clams, etc. Usually on a protein-sparing modified fast, the person will eat leaner sources of protein along with vegetables for extra fiber and nutrients. So essentially, it's a high-protein diet that is low in both dietary fat and also low in dietary carbohydrates. Let me give you an example of a protein sparing modified fast. If a person was over fat, here is what they would eat in a day. For, as an example, for breakfast, they might have two full eggs to get some nutrients, maybe six or seven egg whites, and a bunch of different vegetables to make an omelet, which is basically six or seven egg whites, and maybe two full eggs. They would use a non-stick pan and they wouldn't use any butter uh, when cooking it. So essentially what you have here is a little bit of dietary fat, a good amount of dietary pro protein, you got fiber in there, you got all the nutrients that you need, uh, and virtually it's very low in both carbohydrates and also dietary fat. Then for lunch, they would have a very lean cut of steak along with some roasted vegetables. So it's a similar type thing again, where carbohydrates are very low, dietary fat is very low, but you're still getting a good amount of protein. And then also people are adding in some extra vegetables for extra fiber and nutrients. 
Then for dinner, you might eat a lean white fish with boiled vegetables. You wouldn't add, you would not add any oil to your vegetables. You would not add any sort of cream or sauce to your fish. So it's a very bare bones diet where you're getting lean protein along with some vegetables. And then for maybe a nighttime snack, you would eat some fat-free Greek yogurt or fat-free cottage cheese. Once again, a similar type thing where you're getting protein, but dietary fats and dietary carbohydrates are very low. So that's really the first part of a protein modified sparing fast. The other parts that are really important too is resistance exercise and sleep. We know that our muscles are a function of load. So to preserve muscle, it's not just eating sufficient protein, it's also challenging your muscles. So incorporating some form of resistance exercise, whether that's with weights, body weights, or pushing your body through space, such as, you know, maybe walking hard up a hill or up a dune, or sprinting up the hill or dune, or riding your bike hard. These are all forms of resistance training, just in different ways. Now, reverse taper dieting. So let's say you're overweight. In the beginning, since you have the most, most stored body fat, you would aim for leaner sources of protein plus vegetables as the base of your diet. And then as you get leaner, let's say you get down to a normal uh, body fat level or normal weight, something you're you know, somewhat content with, now you start adding in some extra dietary fats and or dietary carbohydrates. Maybe with breakfast now, you're doing four or five full eggs. Uh, maybe you're using a, a tiny bit of butter now because you're adding in a little extra dietary fat. You're still eating the vegetables with it. Maybe you're doing a, a little bit of oatmeal and berries on the side for extra dietary carbohydrates. Uh, at lunch, maybe you're getting a little bit fat, fattier cut of steak. Maybe you're using a little bit of olive oil on your vegetables. Maybe for extra dietary carbohydrates, you're having a sweet potato or two. Uh, for dinner, maybe instead of having the white super lean fish, maybe you're now eating salmon to get extra extra dietary fat. Alongside the salmon, maybe you're having some, some rice or a little bit of pasta um, to add in some extra dietary carbohydrates. For your nighttime snack, maybe you're adding in some extra berries uh, for extra dietary carbohydrates, maybe a couple nuts in there for some extra dietary, dietary fats. And then as you get leaner and more active, what you'll do is add in additional dietary carbohydrates and or dietary fats. For a reverse taper diet, is really about considering where you are kind of on this body fat continuum and your goals. Not everyone wants to be lean and ripped. For some people, just getting to a normal weight is the end goal. So what you would do is kind of look at this template. 
at the base of your diet, no matter where you are on this body fat continuum, you need to include quality protein, you need to challenge your muscles, and you also need consistent sleep. Those three things form the basis for preserving muscle, which is key in any scenario. Even if you're not trying to lose weight, over time, people lose their lean body mass. So you need to incorporate these things. Even if weight loss isn't a goal, you need sufficient protein, you need to challenge your muscles, and you also need a consistent sleep. These three things are crucial for preserving muscle. Um, when you're losing body fat, you know, the risk of you losing muscle increases because you're in a caloric deficit. So these things are probably even more important. You know, you need to really make sure you're getting sufficient protein. You're challenging your muscles and you're also making sure you're getting cons consistent sleep. Now, the reason why I want to share this reverse taper style of dieting is it kind of creates a silver lining uh, for a lot of us. I know a lot of times, especially in America, a lot of us are kind of chronic dieters where, you know, we might diet for five days um, and then we hop off the wagon for a couple days because the weekend. Uh, we kind of see this, see dieting as kind of this endless battle where we're going to have to get stricter and stricter on ourselves. When in reality, the opposite is true. In the beginning, when you have a lot of stored body fat on your body, your diet should be the strictest when in the beginning. When you, if you have a ton of stored body fat on you, your diet should be primarily lean protein and vegetables so you can start draining down those body fat stores. As you get to normal weight, you start incorporating more dietary fats and or more dietary carbohydrates, whatever solid dieting you like. And as you get down to a lean level where you're also holding a lot of muscle and you're active, your diet becomes the least strict from a dietary fat and dietary carbohydrate perspective. Reverse taper dieting puts sanity back into the dieting process because you know at the end of this diet, you are going to have more freedom. And under ideal scenarios, you feel like you're no longer dieting. As you get more lean and as you increase the amount of muscle in your body and you become more active, kind of like that, that model of that lean, strong, active athlete, their diet is much less strict. I don't mean, that doesn't mean eat a ton of junk food. I just mean they can get away with more dietary fat and more dietary carbohydrate because of a couple things. One, they don't have a ton of stored body fat, so they need extra energy from their diet to fuel their movement. Uh, also, because they hold more lean body mass and they're active, they're also expending more, so they need to take more energy into the system to balance things out. So, if you're looking for a silver lining in dieting, uh, as as an end goal that I think is sustainable and enjoyable, I think it's reverse taper dieting. Meaning, in the beginning, when you're over 
overweight or over fat and you're not super active. And we also know that when you're overweight and over fat, exercise is harder. It's hard to do a lot of exercise in the beginning. Let's say you're overweight because it's very hard on your joints. You cannot put in a ton of volume. Uh, it's very hard for overweight people to exercise a ton. So this means also when you're overweight, you need to place a higher reliance on your diet in the beginning because you don't have the capacity to work out like an animal, like someone who's a lean jacked athlete. They can go rip off a two hour workout, no problem. If you're over fat, you don't have uh, right now the muscle or your joints probably can't take it just because you're too overweight. You just can't physically run around that much. You know, you can't play a, a sports game for two or three hours because your body's just not ready. So you have to place higher reliance on dieting and stricter dieting in the beginning because it's really how you get this ball, roll, ball rolling to drain down your body fat stores. So in the beginning, it's based around lean protein and vegetables. And you try to keep dietary carbohydrates and dietary fats lower without being too restricted to the point where you, you know you can't do it you know but ideally you'd keep both dietary carbohydrate and dietary fat lower and then as you become as you start coming down to a more normal body fat level and more normal weight you can start exercising a little more you can run for a longer distance of time your joints don't bother you as much when you move around so you can expend more from your exercise um, and also the fact that you have less um, body fat on your body, now your body can handle a little bit more dietary energy, meaning dietary carbohydrates and dietary fat. And then as you go from normal down to lean, jacked, and active, kind of that end goal of kind of being that kind of athlete, you can eat more dietary carbohydrates and or more fats favoring whatever works better for you if you want to have a higher fat diet that's lower in carbs that's great if you want to be higher carb lower fat that's great if you want to mix the two that's awesome the point of reverse taper dieting is your diet becomes less strict in the end and i think that's a real nice silver lining for people because they believe that dieting is this chronic uh, and miserable thing that it's going to get stricter and stricter over time when in reality it becomes less strict. If you're overweight and inactive, your diet, yes, should be stricter. You should be, re be reducing carbohydrates and dietary fat. But as you get leaner and more active, this can actually be detrimental. A lean active athlete cannot do a protein sparing modified fast. They need to add in extra energy from dietary fats or dietary carbs to fuel the system. The peak reverse taper dieting for what it is. It's a way for you to, in the end, regain your freedom. So if you're feeling like dieting is miserable and dieting is something that you don't enjoy doing, what I will stress for you to do is to work towards your goals of getting leaner, stronger, and more active because the silver lining is with the reverse taper diet, you will be able to consume more dietary carbohydrates and more fats 
in the end as you get leaner. So consider reverse taper, taper dieting where you are on this continuum of body fat. You're over fat, overweight, you're going to need a stricter diet in the beginning uh, because one, you have a ton of sore body fat on your body and two, potentially your joints just can't take the same level of movement that a lean, strong athlete could. So you can't expend a ton of energy yet with exercise. You can do some, but not a ton. And then as you get down to normal, normal body fat levels, maybe that's where the end game is for a lot of people. Maybe it's just normal body fat and a moderate amount of carbs and fats and staying active and they're happy with that. But as they get leaner and more active, hold more muscle, they need to incorporate more energy into the diet. So consider where you're on this spectrum and realize that there is a silver lining to dieting. And in the end, it's more freedom, less dieting. And I think anyone can agree that's a great end game. All right, everyone, stay safe, stay well, and uh, consider reverse taper dieting to reach your goals. And remember, the silver lining at the end is more freedom and you get to eat more food.